0: This is Larry Fassenden, And this is Glenn McQuaid. And you're listening to Tales from Beyond the Pale, the podcast.
1: Hello, listener. Good of you to stay tuned. I'm very excited to share my next tale with you because it is not only the very first tale we recorded for season three, but it is written by Glenn McQuaid, my partner in crime here at Tales from Beyond the Pale. In fact, it is McQuaid who handed me this godforsaken box from which we have been selecting these tales for season three. All right, you heard that, right? Now that's... That's not outside anymore. That's inside. Now, I'm just thinking, there's a window down there. A window you could easily break into if you were a shape and you wanted to get in. I'll tell you what. Have a listen to this while I check it out. Glenn McQuaid's The Ripple at Cedar Lake.
2: Well, Mr. Hannon, don't you have something for me?
3: Well, that all depends on you, Mrs. Brooks.
1: You got something for me?
2: It's all there. Nothing personal. An old habit. Well, do you have them or not?
3: Not exactly family portraits, if you know what I mean.
1: Make quite the couple, don't they? Quite the couple.
3: Opposition like that can land both individuals in jail.
2: The negatives?
3: They're in there, just like we agreed. You're not the first woman to marry a queer, Mrs. Brooks. I've seen it before. Mostly lonely, neglected women. Usually not as pretty
1: as you, though. Seems a waste.
2: You're hardly my type, Mr. Hannon. What are you
1: going to do, Mrs. Brooks?
2: That is no longer any of your business.
1: heads, she loses her head.
2: Hello, Wolf. It's Peggy. I've decided to come join you for the weekend.
4: Oh, I thought you were tied up in the city.
2: Well, I was, but you don't mind terribly. I know you'll be busy, but I promise I'll be as quiet as a mouse the whole time.
4: It's fine, darling, but uh, I'll be locked up in the lab with Leo. You know, today we test my theory. It's, uh, well, it's a big day for me and hopefully for science. You won't be dreadfully bored.
2: I'll leave you two lab rats to yourselves. I expect I'll be mostly out by the lake.
4: I'm fine, then. Uh, Drive carefully and uh, we'll see you soon, dear.
2: Yes. You'll be seeing me soon. Looking down the barrel of a smith and worsen. Who was that, darling?
4: Stop calling me that. What's gotten into you? You'll slip up in company. That was Peggy. She's decided to join us. You said we had the place to ourselves. She'll get bored after a day and go back to the city. Besides, we'll be in the lab. You don't think she suspects, do you? No, of course not. Also, come on back to bed before she arrives. Not on your life. We have work to do. Cross-grain projectors?
0: All four charged and locked in at the ANTX coordinates. What about the molding atmospherics? I need them stable. Formed and... yes, holding on tight. Thank you very much. Husk luminescence? Balanced. It's, It's all looking good. Very good. Yes. Yes, it is... Your theory is correct, which it is. We'll be seeing something that no man has ever seen today. Perhaps we will at that. It's chilling. We're about to open the door to another universe.
4: No, no, not a door. A window. A window that will prove my multiple worlds theory. Prove that what we call time is nothing more than a cross-section through one potential reality. It still makes my head hurt. I know it seems complicated, but it's not. Now, think of it like this apple. Well, in this universe, I bit into the apple and it's uh, pretty tasty. In another universe, I bit into it and it tasted rancid. In another, it never existed due to a bad harvest. In another, apples don't even exist. And so on, times infinity. With every simple action, an infinity of possibilities. An infinity of realities. Leo, my good man, what we call reality... ...is merely a short swim through a sea of concrete potential. Maybe we'll catch a glimpse of the universe where Peggy stays in the city. Come on, wise guy. Put on your goggles. Switching to luminescence... colors. Grain projectors.
0: Switching to grain.
4: Keep your eyes peeled to the infinity window and, uh, And keep your mind open. Adjusting mold atmospherics to A-N-T-X. Adjusting. Honing in. And... Set. Set confirmed. It's... it's locked in perfectly. Counting down. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Hold my hand. Four. Three. Two. One. Switch engine on.
0: Engine
2: I can make things on Cedar Lake. And what a good shot I've become. Mm, Seems too quick. I could use the knives Wolf is going to surprise me with for anniversary. (laughs) Surprise, darling. Or why not just use the lake itself? Oh, what's all this? Nothing. There's nothing to know. You're as pure as the driven snow right now.
3: Where are you going in such a hurry, miss?
2: Was I speeding, officer? I'm very sorry.
3: I'd say you were speeding.
2: What if he looks in my purse?
3: Bad roads up here. Seen my share of accidents, Mm, miss.
2: He'll find the gun.
3: Are you feeling okay?
2: Drive. He'll never catch you. Miss... I'm sorry, officer. Just a little... tired. Brooks. Peggy Brooks.
3: Peggy Brooks. Say, your wife to that famous scientist fella. What's his name? Uh, Dr. Wolf Brooks?
2: Why, yes.
3: He is strange as he comes off on the TV. Oh,
2: you have no idea.
3: Well, I'd say you've got enough on your plate married to a man like that without me hauling you in. But you've got to be more careful driving like that. You're liable to put yourself and everyone around you in danger.
2: I'm sorry, officer. I got distracted.
3: Well, distractions can come at you from every direction. Trick is, you've got to keep your eye on the road ahead. You got that?
2: Yes, officer. Thank you. And I am sorry.
3: When the road hits a crossroads, that's when you need your wits about you. You take care, ma'am.
2: What do you mean by that? He's going to ruin everything. Oh, listen to yourself. You're paranoid. Where was I? Yes. How to kill my husband and his lover. My lover. That little shitheel. I bet I'll catch them in flagrante. I can't wait to see the look on their faces. Science experiments, my ass. They are making love right now. I know they. Oh, Christ, no!
4: Switch the damn thing off. What happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. Did it break? Something has to be working before it can break. Can we try again? And repeat a failed experiment?
0: So sorry, darling. What can I do? <sighs> Fix me a drink. How about a swim first? I don't feel like a swim. It will clear your head. It will distract me. Well, that's why you bought this place, isn't it? A swim in Cedar Lake will clear your head. It always does. You'll have this figured out in no time. For the last
4: time, Leo, I am not going swimming.
0: <laughs> you see, isn't this fun? Yeah, I'd I prefer a scotch. Yeah, race me to the raft. If you win, I'll pour. <laughs> You're getting old, old man. Oh, I, I let you win. As a wolf, your theory stands as strong today as it did this morning. Yeah? How do you figure that? Stronger, actually, because what happened today, or what didn't happen today, did not disprove your theory. Well, that's one way of looking at it, I suppose. Come on up here. I'll make it worth your while. Kiss me. <laughs> sure.
4: Quick. Back in the water.
0: What is it? Peggy's here. You think she saw us? No.
4: She looks pretty mad, though.
2: Hello, Leo. Uh, Hi,
0: Mrs. Brooks. Wolf said you'd be joining us. I'm sure glad of the company. He is in a foul mood today.
2: You're supposed to be banging me, not my husband. What? Don't you even try to deny it. I have evidence.
0: Evidence? What are you talking about?
2: Look at them. You two faggots living it up thought you were alone, but no. I had you followed. And I had you photographed. You goddamn pervert. Go on, look at them. This is...
0: Some kind of sick joke? These are doctored. This, my, my God, this never happened. I'm through with your
2: lies, Leo.
0: Peggy, for the love of God, put the gun down.
2: Shut up! Where's your daddy? Is that what you call him? Your homo daddy? Peggy? Are you gonna deny it too? I should shoot you first. Yes, say goodbye, my sweet. No! Give me the gun! I'll kill you! Get out of me!
0: Peggy, oh my God! What have I done?
4: Give me the goddamn gun!
0: What did you do that for? You killed her! I, 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 I had to put her out of her misery. She said we were having an aff- affair. An affair? You and her? Me and you? And her? I think. What? photographs.
4: What on earth is going on here? You're sure we can't call the police? My work was too important to risk any interference right now. We could tell them the truth. It wasn't our fault. You know it's funny. Wolf. Those... Fake photographs of hers? None of this is funny. We killed a woman. Oh, come on. Peggy was a loose cannon. Been thinking about doing this for years. Good riddance to bad rubbish, I say. But those photographs, you and me in those positions, that's quite the scandal if those got out. I wonder where they came from.
0: This is the deepest part of the lake. You're sure we're not making a big mistake?
4: Leo, shut up and help me roll her out. gone now. Did you hear that? It's just wildlife.
0: It was over by the raft. What if someone saw us?
4: There's no one out here except us murderers. Please, don't say that. Come on. I'll fix us a drink. you will feel better. And we deserve it. Feels good. I must say, you're not exactly in mourning. She tried to kill us. It was self-defense. I should head back to the city. Nah, you're staying right here. There's too much to do this weekend. Besides. Besides what? Poor old Peggy has sparked my imagination. Rick? Regarding what? Regarding you. The fake photographs? Come over here. I'm no queer. No one has to know.
0: Do with the gun. I told you there was someone out there.
2: I knew it! You two faggots make quite the pair. It's you not know. possible. Peggy. Peggy, no. How do you like them apples, boys? Farewell, my husband. Mm-mm. And farewell, my lover. May you both rot in Cedar Lake for eternity. Every summer I shall swim over your corpses, and every winter I'll skate over your bones. (laughs) Who's out there?
0: Peggy ah! Shh. Hello Peggy ah!
4: Will you stop screaming? I shot you. Both of you. Don't feel too bad. We did the same to you.
2: You did what? dinner for the three of us. Don't stay out too much longer. You'll catch your death out there. Uh, my, my head is spitting.
4: What the hell is happening? It's, it's the engine. It, it, it worked. Uh, only we didn't notice because, uh, because the universe we opened was, was so close to our own that any difference was undetectable. Well, darling, they're not so
0: bloody undetectable now, are they?
4: Everything's changing and at an exponential rate. If my theory is right, this this will all get very messy. It's already very
0: bloody messy. Unless, unless what? <laughs> Look, my God, something surfacing! It's it's a hand! It's it's Peggy's hand! She's still alive. We have to help her. Leo, no! No, 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 no!
4: They're no, not! No, no, no. ah! ah! Let me in the boat. Quickly. We we need to get back to the lab. I think I can
1: stop this.
2: Which one of you shot me? He did? I bet it was you.
4: It was you, wasn't it? I I tried to stop him. Really, I did. We need to get to the lab and destroy the engine. It's opening up universes all around us. They they seem to be uh, multiplying. Soon this place will be teeming with
0: us. You two out for a romantic swim?
4: Look, he's got an axe. Uh,
0: hello, Leo. Just act real cool. Uh, Darling! The two of you make me sick. What was I, some kind of fag marriage therapy for you? Uh, Leo, we need to get to the lab. A game of pass the faggot! Leo,
2: it's all right. You can have Wolf or me. Uh, whatever it is that you want, you can have it, right? Right, Wolf?
4: Uh, sure, sure. Yep. Uh, if, if I can just get to the engine, this will all get sorted.
0: Your precious p- engine is nothing but a failed piece of shit. It's time you got what's coming to you, my darling scientist. No, no, don't! After I'm done chopping up, Wolf, I'm coming for you.
2: The engine. <sighs> Destroy the engine. Here comes another one. Come on in, darling. Good to we'll have you. The peggy's
4: are I'm going to faint. Well, we found it best to just enjoy the company, eh? Well, oh, That's my right, theory, Wolf. Come on in, darling. <laughs> oh, the Leo's will be delighted to have another you. The party's really sweet.
2: Maybe I should go back to him and this madness now. Say, Peggy, how about a kids? You fellas leave the gal alone, she's obviously shook up and who can blame her. I have to do something. What was it I had to do? Don't listen to that run run to the lab. You don't want to go there, honey. It's a mess. Believe you, me, and everyone else who's no tried. The engine just behind this door. Just gonna open the door. Oh,
4: if you God. open that door, right. the, the madness will leak out even more. We have to keep it contained.
0: Come back to the party. It's not the same without all of us. All, the getting
2: don't listen to them. Don't Stop her. stop her stop her stop her hello hello my god what is this i uh, i I don't understand what I'm seeing. Oh, my God. These colors, they... They, they don't exist.
0: Beautiful, isn't it? Our little engine.
2: Leo, g- give me the axe. We have to destroy it.
0: If you destroy the engine, you'll destroy me. the other sides... This is for you!
2: Oh. Hey. Hey. Give me that axe! You really want it? Here! If it goes any faster, there'll be an astral design.
3: Well done, Miss Brooks. You did very well.
2: Officer? You... You were a part of this? Who are you? What are you? Well, you might
3: call me a... a cleaner.
2: Is it over?
3: In this universe, yes. But there are many other corridors to fix. I believe you know my colleague. Hello again, Miss Brooks. Hannon? Goodbye, Miss Brooks. Looks like your typical murder suicide, wouldn't you say? Come on. Corridors are bleeding all over space and time. Fine, but let's grab lunch after the next cleanup. Well, it's your turn to buy.
1: Hope you've still got your wits about you after that. I'm here in the stairway. It's a long way down, isn't it? Maybe 150 feet straight down, and we've got to wend our way round and round. Listen. See, my suspicions were correct. There was a shape 30 feet down outside in the storm, and that shape is now
0: inside. You have just listened to The Ripple at Cedar Lake. Written and directed by Glenn McQuaid and featuring the voice talents of Hannah Cheek, John Sparadakis, Matt Huffman and Larry Fessenden. 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 The Ripple at Cedar Lake was recorded at Landing Site by Lee Nusbaum. Edit, sound design and music by Glenn McQuaid. Foley by Sean Brennan. Sound mix by Tom Effinger at Digit Audio. The Ripple at Cedar Lake was produced by Larry Fessenden, Glenn McQuaid and Jan Wexler. Copyright, Tales from Beyond the Pale, 2015. Four hunters set out to trap the elusive Bigfoot,
1: but it's not long before the hunters become the hunted. Food Chain by April Snellings, featuring Sean Young. Jeremy Gardner and Lauren Ashley Carter. Only on Tales from Beyond the Pale, the podcast.